Blog Talk Radio. Another night of poetry and music. This is Poetry After Dark's early edition, and I'm your host, Decoetus. And off the bat, I got somebody on my line here trying to get in and see what's going on here. 253, what's up with you? Um, yes, this is Reverend Bigsby. I'm calling from Washington State. And I was wondering if you had any poetry mixed with maybe Mormonism? No. You know? Mm-mm. Oh, I know the Mormon church isn't probably the biggest church in the world, but, you know, I, I, I love poetry, and I love soothing poetry. I bought my wife a poetry book last Valentine's Day, and it was such a success. And, uh, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, if you had any maybe advice on maybe a good, maybe a line or two of some poetry for my wife? Well, we're going to be giving out some poetry tonight, so just stay tuned for that. And, um... Hope you like it. All right, guys. Without further ado, we're going to get right into it with Salam AC, and this one is revolutionary. All right, check it out. Everybody over here, I want y'all to say just a little bit when I put my hand out like that. Say just a little bit. All right, see, now y'all sound, it's like 40 of y'all, and y'all sound like three people. We need y'all to sound like 400, all right? All right, check it out. Everybody over here, everybody over here, say, 
Say revolution like that. Revolution. And see, they they far away. And see, <laughs> all right. Just a little bit. All right. All right, right, everybody, right here. I just want y'all to say yeah like that. Say yeah. Yeah. See now that's ridiculous, right? <laughs> all right, like this. Half them poets, politicians, they ain't got no conviction. They ain't got no predisposition. Their only revolutionary position is exactly to become self-crafted caricatures of the popular expectations of a revolutionary. And if you hit half the male revolutionary poets hard enough in their chest, they'll give you whatever they have on their person for free. So how am I expected to believe that this same individual is capable of stopping a ruthless metropolis from neocolonizing a community, much less a country? They don't want me to speak on government. Anytime I slide to the mic and start marbles or morally bankrupt them, punk propaganda poets should be loving it. They ain't got no covenant. It's just the bullshit they're full with, regurgitating impragmatic rhetoric all over the pulpit. Child, you got revolution backwards, and I can't wait for the day that they begin to litigate poets for revolutionary malpractice. Bankrupt all y'all fake revolutionary asses for dressing apart but just being actors. You can't completely open your third eye long as you're afraid to die using your poems to talk down about other people's nine to fives, when they're doing whatever they have to do to keep their family alive, knowing good and well your ass is scared to hustle to survive, you'll never understand the extent to which this world ain't no joke. And you ain't down and out just because you fell out with your folks. And as long as them cats are still middle class, then your ass ain't never really broke. So I suggest you reconsider that impractical diatribe for it. Exit your throat for some single mother. Step up on stage and smack the shit out of you because she relies on some bullshit that you wrote. Where her kid's about to beat your ass with their toys and ready to slit your throat and leave you... And leave you for dead, soaked to the bone in your own Malcolm X misquotes. You see, the words of a revolutionary have a fiduciary relationship with his or her actions. And whether you're talking male-female relationships or politics, you just better mean that shit like George Jackson. Showing Angela Davis why he needed her to feel him. Establishing a relationship with his brother Jonathan that epitomized real men. And even now in this new millennium when chances for young black men are still slim, we got to give it to him for putting so much fear in the heart of the system that even in prison, they saw no other alternative but to kill him. But today's poets are indifferent to this world's capacity for ignorance. They rather gossip about how we pimping this with CDs like we ain't supposed to see G's. Like we supposed to take these degrees and work for some other man and be pleased and wait for him to have some J-O-B freeze and get us out on the line for free cheese and watch our wives and girlfriends leave and have our kids bouncing up on some big willies knees. Nah, see, that's why them Black Panthers took off. They got them corporate jobs and wiped that black power look off. And if you talk to them today about revolution, there's a 99% chance that they will attempt to hook off. Because they too had revolution backwards, not that they were all actors, but their mathematics was inaccurate. You see, sharing cannot exist amongst greed, and socialists don't succeed amongst capitalists. Now, this is a little different than that spill with the cosmetic locks and fatigues and other popular hypocrisies that make mockeries of revolution by improperly introducing a cacophony of confusion. It's not for we to be abusing, using false prophecy and illusion like y'all do it to them, like fake revolutionary poets come up in here to tell the truth, and there, there's something about your ear holes that seduce them. There's, there's something about your ear holes that make them bodies shake, like, like there's something about your ear holes to make them arms vibrate like like there's something about your ear holes to make them fingers gesticulate like like there's something about your ear holes to make them verbally masturbate like like there's something about your ear holes to make them prematurely ejaculate into your soul they're fake revolution thank you <laughs>
This is not open mic, but we're going to open the mic for a very, very special person. And this is definitely the next level. So, you're on the air base. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Just chilling, man. Thanks for uh, showing me some love here. You know, I mean, I don't have my show on right now, so I've been kind of jonesing from time to time. You know, i got to get it out sometime or another. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean, baby. And anytime you want to come... And, and bless the mic on poetry after dark. You know you always welcome. Oh, don't tell me that now. <laughs> <laughs> that might get a little carried away. Hold on for a minute. Hold on. Yes, I want to do this uh, a little piece. You know, you don't mind if I do something a little on the on the hot side. It might be because you know, like I said, I I had to get it out of my system. If that's all right with you. Oh, that's great. All right, so um, the piece is entitled uh, Touch Yourself, and uh, here it goes. Can I verbally masturbate your thoughts until your eyes close, leaving you mesmerized, hypnotized? Can my cadence and tonality ignite you into a pre-climactic ambience? Set off a chain of reactions within endorphins that make your fruits ripen in prostate until your nectar seeps, spilling its elixir upon thoughts of lust and desire, causing the sensations of mental concentration to invade your psyche continuously. A soft moan escapes as your hips give way to the temptation to sway to the impact of soft, invisible lips, dropping delicately upon closed eyelids skillfully across your lips. Do you suddenly feel the need to touch yourself? I want to mark myself into your fingertips so I can feel what you feel. I would move with such care, such precise accuracy, slowly, purposefully, me within your fingertips, playing upon your scented skin. I would play you as if you were an instrument, Upon you, I will compose the songs of your sighs, masterpieces of your moans, renditions of your reactions as your fingertips glide, rub, lick, pluck, and penetrate in perfect sync to your angelic, tantalizing timbres. I will conduct a symphony of seduction until you reach the crescendo of multiple climaxes from how perfectly you Touch yourself. 
if you find yourself laying in the bed, your naked body exposed to the universe of your passion, your tongue escaping from your mouth to you glide across your parted lips, breath heaving up and down as if being touched and squeezed by probing hands, nipples stiffen, awaiting your undivided attention, attention that only you know how to perfectly provide. Your fingertips slip across your tongue tip so you can sample the juices of your, from your divinity. Then we'll begin the seductive excursion, meticulously venturing over your warm, soft, shapely terrain as you once again surrender to the temptation to touch yourself. Or maybe in the showers, be flowing water, feel like a thousand stainless tongues descending downward across every inch of your body simultaneously, dousing you into their liquid embrace, rolling down your arms to the edge of your fingertips, down in between your round, soft mouths, between your thighs, down your calves, and between your toes. Will you be aroused by the thought and imagery my words have provided? Will they increase your inner heat until you eventually extinguish your blazing desires by the uncontrollable need to touch yourself? Masterpiece. Man, so you bringing me into a mode I got to wheel myself out of. (laughs) Let it be, let it be, let it be. I know that's right. That was great. I loved it. It's so you. Please tell the people who you are and how they can get up with you. Well, my name is The Next Level. Uh, I previously had a show on BTR called uh, Central Whispers. But now I kind of changed it around to back to intimacy. The content will still kind of like be the same. I just haven't been doing a show for a while because I've been kind of like laying back in the cut, doing a lot of remixing and, you know, um, redoing some stuff. And uh, I changed my website around too, uh, to backtointimacy.com because I've been working with kids and everything like that. So it's kind of important for me to have kind of like a clean cut type of thing going on. But I'm going to create a back door to my site to where, you know, if some people want to get, you know, go through there and then check out some of the, you know, other side of uh, intimacy, they'll be, you know, they can do that. But for right now, yeah, it's uh, my website is Back to Intimacy, and it's on www.blogtalkradio forward slash Back to Intimacy. And I am thinking about doing a show uh, maybe, you know, like this month since it's Black Women's Appreciation Month. I'm thinking about uh, going ahead on and doing one, and I'm currently looking at probably doing some performing in Atlanta, all women's shows, and, and maybe some couple things happening sometime this month as well. So, yeah, you know, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Busy man. I, I know that's why we definitely keep me posted. And about the back door thing, yeah, keep that back door for us to like to do what? <laughs> <laughs> we need that like that. Yeah, and, um, I'm definitely going to hit that up. That's what's up. And speaking of which, um, I got something just up the next level with Allie right here. Um, I'm not even going to say who it is. I'm just going to play the track. And, um, yeah, keep an open mind. <laughs> 
This is what happened.
cafe the other day and that's where it happened I saw this sister sitting there in a deep stare as she traced the top of her mug with her fingers and there was something about her I don't know if it was her hair or the way her posture dressed that chair but I could tell she was wondering wondering something and her vibe persuaded me to join us so I did and we began to talking And uh, during the course of our conversation, she requested I be her emancipator. She wanted me to break open the seals to doors she has locked, escaped, and leaving behind her story. Throwing away keys to her freedom. And she said, brother, you and I together could do things much greater than have a conversation. If only you could find a way to free me. She said, let's speak freely. So we started by having meet-ins and soul classes on the weekends, and when she stayed over, I kissed her forehead while she was sleeping. And even while we were dreaming of activism, we were speaking. We spoke of a physical evolution and how we could keep away the pollution while looking for the solution to the confusion of what a revolution is supposed to be. It's like we were immersed in something much deeper than the war we're sitting in, and together, our souls formed a movement. And our energies could stand up against any of Hoover's men. She was right, though. She was absolutely right because we got deeper than any simple conversation. We, in our exchange of wisdom, we visited ancient civilizations, getting secrets from tooth in common. Yosef helped us determine our purpose, and we ate dates with David and his mighty men. Samson told us why he gave his strength for Delilah, and Harriet told us to step forward and never look back. See this, sister? This sister challenged me to unlock every fear for her and for me. See, she taught me things. This sister challenged me. She wanted me to unlock her revolution. She wants her emotions to run with the convictions like Panthers. She wants her love to struggle for something. She wants her love to struggle for something, something we're fighting for. She wants her love to march with picket signs, to walk with her shoulders back and head high. She wants to overcome. She wants to overcome. She wants to overcome. She wants to overcome so bad. She wants to remember how she came. Because to forget would be a shame. She wants to be free. 
thinks that I emancipate him should be me, so I accept it gladly. And I set her free. I don't know if it was her hair or the way her posture dressed that chair. We spoke of a physical evolution and how we can keep away the pollution while looking for the solution to the confusion of what a revolution is supposed to be. Here's the forehead while she was sleeping. And she thinks that I emancipate her should be me, so I accept it gladly. And I set her free. And you're turned back to Poetry After Dark's early edition. And I'm your host, Poetess. That was Brother Sean Bay doing his thing. All right. We have about an hour and 30 minutes left in the show. And we're going to roll with Jaheen. Could it be? Yeah. About to put it to him.
permanent bruises on my, my belly my. from inaccurate insulin injections, totally unacceptable. My husband not being able to rub my lower limbs because my skin simply cannot tolerate his touch makes me cringe at just the sight of a Snickers bar. Throwing up every five minutes, praying to my God that I can only just dry heave because I can no longer stand the taste of my own bile coming out of my own mouth. Y'all, I can't even clean my house properly because I just don't have enough energy. 500 square feet should only take about 35, 45 minutes to clean, but for me, sometimes it seems like a day's journey, so I clean the kitchen, have a snack, clean the living room and bathroom, and take a nap for about two hours, wake back up to clean my bedroom, but I don't have to make my bed? Why? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Because when I'm done, I'm about to get right back in it. So I take another nap, wake back up, wipe off all the windows, tables, and countertops, write some poetry, make my bed, take a shot, and when I'm done, I've got just about 35, 45 minutes to get ready before Papa comes home. And y'all have the audacity to whine and moan when in your body you feel absolutely no pain? I just don't understand it. Please, somebody explain this behavior to me. Some people call it lazy, I call it selfish. See, my days be full of controversy, y'all, I'm always thirsty. Fingertips got calluses from all the needle pricks. My garbage, my garbage is full of nothing but syringes and blood test strips. Constant trips to and from the clinic just so doctors can tell me what they think I should already know. They be telling me I'm sick. I tell them they wrong. Because in Christ, I am no longer weak, but have become strong. And all along, I'm fighting. Fighting just to do all the little simple, everyday things that y'all seem to take for granted. I'm telling you, it's selfish. Mothers complaining that they have to raise their babies all alone when I am married and haven't even given birth yet. Can't look into the face of my child and see they daddy. But because that man done moved on, you got the nerve to keep him from his seed. Girl, I'm telling you, it's selfish. Wish, wish I could drive down the block. I'm legally blind, can't see. But y'all got the nerve to get mad because you have to take time out of your day, pick up your boy, and he ain't got no gas money. Dude, I'm telling you, it's selfish. And without having to think about the consequences food is going to have on your body, you can eat anything that you choose. I have to determine which sugar substitute that I'm about to use. The pink, the yellow, or the blue. And to tell y'all the God's honest, absolute truth, don't none of them even taste like real sugar. And with the snap of your fingers, the blink of your eye, you can do anything that your mind tells you you can try. Now please, please, Don't get me wrong. wrong. I'm not hating. It just takes a little bit more time for me. You need to learn how to appreciate all of your physical abilities. They are truly a gift from God. Whatever you do, don't dare take them for granted. Whatever you do, don't ever let me have to accuse you.
Inner Fire, Ruby Poetry from Poetry After Dark Early Editions. And that was Heather Crispin with Selfish. All right. Tonight is um, Poetry After Dark Early Edition where I do not have open mic. Um, I do open the mic on the second and fourth Friday of each month. So this coming Friday, open mic will commence. And to let it be known to the audience as well, if you would like to get on the mic on those dates, you need to RSVP with me because I have a lot of crank calls that come in during the night, and I do not, you know, play games when it comes down to the show. So I need everybody to be on that serious tip. So if you have a Facebook account, you can find me under Deidre, D-E-D-R-E-A, the Poetist Day, D-A-Y. And you'll be able to add me onto your Facebook, and you can RSVP um, that way and send me an inbox or what have you. Or you can actually do it within the um, the event that I will post on Facebook. All right. Now that I got that out the way, we're going to continue on with the show. Next up is uh, New Birth with It's Been a Long Time.
spoken word performances at open mics, building a nation of constituents that understand that words words are not just to make us feel good for a time, but words are the sparks that ignite action, passion, movements, and change. As the poets stand on the stage and spit their words, take the form of lassos, wrapping around bodies, causing them to rise, around minds, causing them to think, around hearts, forcing them to love. Love so much that hate got ate by H and <sighs> was all that was left of the word that caused so much pain. If the poets will leave, they will give campaign speeches at coffee houses, bookstores, libraries, and open spaces. Their affiliation will neither be Democrat nor Republican, unless the crap, I mean crap, is dropped and this is a demo. Or we're saying that the republic can have peace, equality, peace, justice, food justice, for all, shelter, shelter fair wages, health care, superior education, safety for children unity, with no impunity, no taxes, racism, sexism, homelessness, infant mortality, and war. war. We're not sending our sons to die no more. We're not taking over someone else's land and changing their religion. We're not taking all the resources, act like we're improving their condition. I tell you this so you can stand and join in my petition. I give you facts so we must change. Don't fall for fear and superstition. The world needs help. Not now. Right now. But we don't give it the right attention. It's simple math. Me plus you. The answer is addition. If we take action and move as one, there will be no more division. If the poets will leave, it will be with actions that match the words they speak in poems. So love poets that compare themselves to Romeo and profess their love is so deep that they're willing to die, will die for love. And sex poets that verbalize their wildest sexual fantasies will become the chocolate-covered bananas they profess to have and love you down until you melt and be poured between caramel thighs and Reese PC navels until you're able to realize that Snickers really satisfies. Unless you're hungry for something that stimulates your mind, not just your genitals. Revolutionary poets will stand with the people. Debate the rappers and drug dealers that are consistently addressing their poems. They will rebuild communities, counsel fathers, lend support to single mothers and mentor children. Most importantly, they will fight the unaddressed revolutions within themselves so that our poets are clear that before we can change the world, our personal jihad must be fought within. If the poets will leave. They'll recognize the power of the word to uplift and inspire. How words birth nations, create new realities, infuse paradigms, change minds, circumstances for people, and the possibilities for us all. It's not enough to simply write for the sake of writing, but it's imperative to only write words that are believed and can be believed by readers and listeners that seek direction. Speak words that erupt from the gut and when spoken produce new life. 
Each poem should be carried and protected as if it were a child. Delivering a precious gift to the masses, the poets must decide to take a stand. Erasing if from the discussion and simply realizing we must lead. Our words are too powerful to be held captive. We must lead. The world desires an opportunity for improvement. We must lead. No one's coming to save us. We must lead, we must lead, we must lead. If the poets will lead, our words will become real. To be or not to be, that is the question. Are you serious? Hey, this your man. Sound off now. For the best in poetry and spoken word, join my fam, the Angelic Poetess. That's every Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. On the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in internet radio. So join my fam, D-A-P, DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet. With that special blend of music to soothe you after a long, hard day. Again, that's Tuesdays and Fridays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for the Angelic Poetist Artist Showcase. I will see you there. Here inside with the poetry, submissive poetry after Dark's early detection. All right, so this next track I'm about to play to you guys. I'm not going to name, I'm just going to play. Since we got the old souls and the old heads in the house, we're going to see if y'all really know y'all music, what have you. Um, the last poet that I played was Mind Evolution, and that was The Poet Will Lead. Here we go with the next track. I 
This poem, this poem is not another I'm mad at the world poem. Not another I hate men poem. Not another I hate the fact I ain't a funny poet poem. This is simply an I want to be heard poem. Because the memory of a Pakistani 18-year-old killed in Brooklyn two nights ago depends on this. Killed by four teenagers with the rage of 40 men. Stabbed four times and beaten to death all because of his brown skin, his memory depends on this and I don't know what's worse the fact that I don't expect anything different or the fact he received less than two minutes on the news due to the exclusive reports of Mike Jackson's lawsuit and I want to be mad at the world because yesterday a 15 year old girl explained to me how happy she was that the Arabs crumbled with the twin towers of WTC and her teacher had nothing to say too scared he would overstep his boundaries and piss off the little woman child who also happened to be in the process of being initiated into her neighborhood gang. He decided then that making her understand not everyone with the characteristics of those so-called terrorists were the same, well, that wasn't more important than getting home to his newborn. Besides, them damn kids, well, they were known to slip by the metal detectors with razors under their tongues, so he remained silent. Understandably, still... This poem, this poem is not another I hate you poem, not another I'm too fat for society poem, not another fuck me till my back hurts poem, cause Nigerian women with out of wedlock babies chance the sentencing of being stoned to death. And I want to love you back, but Amina and her eight-month-old daughter may not have the chance to exist because daddies that leave here, well, they just leave. And daddies that leave unwed mothers in Nigeria share no blame while watching the mother of his love child slain. And I don't know how to explain that hypocrisy without laughing and crying hysterically. So let's just be friends. You keep on your pants and restrict our romance to cyber sex. Cause this poem, this poem is not another. I hate reality shows poem, not another mad that Halle won too soon or Denzel won too late poem, not another hip hop is dead poem cause Jam Master J, Tupac, and Big L can't hear my words. And Freaky Ty, Big Pun, and Notorious B.I.G. can't feel my song. A song that I've grown accustomed to singing sadly like Billie Holiday's Hair on Blues. Raw, uncut, and fatal. Serve through verses to pinch your nerves and provoke thought. But when giggles penetrate air canals and oxygen is gashed at frantically, it's obvious you thought I was joking. Thought this poem was designed to make you feel smarter, make you feel superior, make you numb against the day-to-day -day struggle, but stanzas filled with lovely metaphors of sweetened hues and how his sun eclipsed my moon don't embody the pulse I need you to hear. While my heartbeat beats against the microphone, I fear the seriousness of this matter won't get any feedback. See, this poem is not another Let's start a revolutionary poem, not another stop the earth pollution poem. It is simply an I want to be heard poem. Because it's going to take more than one poem to change your mind. And more than one mind state to change the world. Mahogany Brown, y'all. And that was not another. Tune in to Phyllis Hyman, Living All Alone. I 
When more I ride, the winds of change, the more and more reality remains the same. From poverty to poverty, Dayton's to 20s, Moet preceded by 40s. I take my 40 and pour out 40 squigs libations for change. Change, I'm still awaiting to resurrect, but the errand and winds of change be so thin that it blends in with the smoke and smog of a false history. Incarcerated minds and the moral name of capitalism. So instead of writing, these winds of change I fall. Instead of inhaling 
These with the change I choke while so many others don't, and that's what worries me. Winds that make these new Negroes think that they are slaves. Winds that tell us that terrorists are lurking in many eastern cases, but terrorists are rapists and pedophiles on urban city blocks. Crack houses, pipping blocks, they used to be building blocks for the village. The village that used to come together to raise the child, but now the village sports big blocks and hits the high spots to party nonstop. While the child looks for midnight love and R. Kelly videos. In daytime, gets miseducated by their bling bling heroes. So when the wind blows, all I feel is the dull air in elementary school classrooms. Overcrowded classrooms in the lapidated schools. Because the men who can miss the most sin has to pay to regulate the money. So he does what? Delegate the money to go outside city lines to build new schools, leaving already struggling black youth to roll schools. But come on, y'all. No matter if it's new school or old school, we still don't make the rules. Still suffocated by European rules. That's why we got black babies in schools looking like fools. Telling these kids that Columbus discovered America. Lincoln freed the slaves. General Lee was a great American. George Washington was a great American. Benjamin Franklin was a great American. But if you look close reflection in Ben Franklin's glasses, you will see Kunta Kente's back receiving 50 lashes or Mamie on her knees and Master Beamer's kitchen swaddling and semen while Brother Miller still swinging that down square lynching. Now in 2004, Washington and Franklin's great-great-grandsons are lynching our sons with maximum time terms for petty crimes. Our sons never get seen thus some victims of urban landmines and political concubines, so now I've exposed squares and right rhymes keep losing their minds because dead new realities are bar-slamming wind chimes while Aaron Zexton, Kate Ronnie Zexton, corrupt police, and Martha Stewart still walk away with no jail time. <laughs> and see, us y'all, we ain't no better. We're just prisoners of hope, using alcohol and weed to get doped up because those blue-collar, 12-hour work days got us feeling choked up. That's why when Fridays come, we run like hell liquor stores, because for two fucking days, we want to feel like we ain't got no problems no more. So don't tell me that the winds of change are coming. Don't tell me that times are changing. Don't tell me that the winds of change are blowing, because I have not had one breath of fresh air yet. That was Khan, Dance of Change. And the next track tonight will be Champagne, How About Us? Hey. 
Okay, John, we're going to go to our next caller. God bless you, and I thank you for calling in. Oh, okay. Well, um, what I wanted to say was, uh, well, hello. Okay, well, if, if you can believe in Jesus Christ, then can I, can I believe in uh, Tupac Shakur? He was betrayed by his uh, disciple, yeah. um, Knight. I mean, I believe in him, and he is dead. Like, I, I, it was, it was a hip-hop crucifixion. All right. Was he raised from the dead? Do you believe in evolution? You see, what, what, why I ask you that question is simply because, you see, you're telling me about a rapper that died. Yeah, but he was crucified in the streets. What if this were really heaven? What if we just been killing off a paradise and this will own afterlife when we die? We realize that the front gates never really existed. But they got a back door that was cracked wide enough for you to sneak in. What if God stares right in your face? What if he never really has anything to say? And what if he did? Would it make a difference? After all, he'd just be answering questions and never had the chance to go back to religion correct in the first place. And what if he told you the tales and holy books were written merely just for stage plays? What if the Bible was really a collection of short stories and poems? And what if the Quran was nothing more than just someone's beautiful memoirs? And what if time was just a color you could put on? So you could dress yourself in the garment of Egyptians in 3000 BC. And what if they said the water was really red? That's why they never called it the Blue Sea. And what if Moses told you that that burning bush he spoke to he was really talking about smoking some weed? And what if you could meet Jesus and he told you that he was nothing more than a carpenter? And what if he told you that he could never really walk on water, but he could build you a home strong enough to sustain the rain when floods come? And what if Socrates was really a bum? Badger people about how perfect their lives were, just so they feel guilty and give them chains like the homeless. And what if gold was really worth the same as silver? It was just the color people love most. 
What if money was really the most important thing in life? Only because it shows the type of things we sell our souls for. What if babies were really aliens that grew up to be human beings? And what if Martians called their planet Earth? And what if Einstein was really the dumbest motherfucker in the universe? So what if space? It's just space. What if Thomas Jefferson never really owned a slave? What if Marilyn Monroe never had a thing for the president and all his men? And what if Malcolm X ate poor once a week? And what if Dr. King never really had a dream? He just thought it would be a cool metaphor to use in a speech. What if lies were really everything I know my eyes see? And the truth was what people just told me. So what if the definition of loving someone was to let them think they deceive you? Just because maybe it helps their self-esteem. What if Gandhi told you that they got it wrong? He truly believed in bearing arms. What if Adam and Eve never got along? And it was really Peter that spoke to men like Joseph and Abraham and convinced them to start sacrificing goats and lamb. I tend to think whether it's religion, government systems, or relationships, we're all living by a set of rules by those who made our before suspect us right now to be a body to. So what if we could just go forward to the beginning, before there were contradictions? What if this were really the afterlife? What if we just never took note? What if angels thought it was best to promote the description of heaven in the poems they wrote? And what if they just told you that God was really somewhere performing as a stand-up comedian? They just complained at the end of all his sets. No one ever got his jokes. Now, <clears throat> when you say religious, what does that mean to you? Um, praying every day, going to church. At 4.30, the show is over, but you can stay on the line and we can continue the conversation. Is that okay? If, if, if I waited online for like... No, I hear you. To like, get like two minutes of air? Yeah, no, you've got four or five minutes, but I, I just want to say that if... Forget it. What up, though? What up, though? What, what up, though? This is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. The angelic poetess me. And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamic, dynamic fantastic, fantastic, and out-of-sight poetry out of that sounds the mind, body, and soul on the late night tip from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You dig? When, when I'm feeling sick and bad, and I'm sipping on my gas while I listen to the Angelic Poetess. And with the fortune, what I need, satisfaction guaranteed, who I listen to the Angelic Poetess.
Because you see, sometimes the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. And if you understand what I'm talking about, let me hear you say yeah. Cause your mind to come 
mental orgasm, spirit plus, soul equaling son of our solar system. Ignorance placed in prisms, throw away the key, find the blueprints of creation, have tune inside of me and my womanhood. Can I be your divinity, your energy, eternally unto infinity, brother, can I be? to cut through on that track. Um, all the poetry has ended. It was just, you know, a little hook part. Um, it is time for my double play tonight. And the chosen one is Earl DeBarge. Let's kick it off. Love me 
Edition, and I swear my chat room tonight has off the chain. 
And if you're not in chat, baby, you are missing it. So if you're on Facebook, get over to BCR, click on, um, put in the poetess, and, and get over here and check us out. All right, the next poet um, stepping up to the mic for the triple play of poetry will be Shelby, and this is Hide and Seek. Full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall. Short story of my life. I wish I could stand tall, but I can't, cause the sacred fans to say I'm on borrowed time. Knees with no support from my finicky feet in a hurry. A mad dash to badness, buckle and bend under the weighty remorse of my conscience. Last chance for redemption, for we have all sinned. Veins trickle down my arm like rogue streams of rain, a wall from the storm. As quickly as they appear, even quicker, they fade away. God, in his infinite wisdom, he knew exactly what he was doing, keeping them out of sight and off my mind. A frustrating game of hide and seek. Those veins reaching like strangling ropes, suffocatingly tight, choking my wrists, grabbing hold for dear life, knowing dear life would run the other way, crimson, if I gave in and traced those faint green vines with a razor blade, ending this charade of feigned happiness, but wouldn't you know it, before I can get a good grip, grab hold, they melt back into my skin. Slipping out of reach, and each day they greet me in the morning and laugh, cause they know they'll be gone before I can remember the path the lines take along my arm. The maker, he knew exactly what he was doing. Having their heads pop in and out like transient lovers masking their motives under the covers of confusion, I would use them against themselves in the same way. Kindness for weakness. Make a fist and draw them out of hiding Force them to the aid of my palms She's used to lying to cover for her brothers Fingers that point to others when the need for blame arises Rather than pointing back at me now That's real love Either that or treachery Since we share the same goals And her thoughts are my own I know that you'll cry And the fact that I'm so shy when I'm not on the stage Is actually a good thing Cause that means that I cannot make the first move Smooth as hell when I'm on the mic But when I'm not, I'm just me And if I was you, I wouldn't trust me Cause I can make you feel emotions That you have never allowed yourself to feel And I'm not talking about poetry Cause I ain't even gotta say a word 
And I promise you, every inch that touches will strike some desolate nerve. So you can forget all the times in your life a man has ever made you see fit to get naked. I promise you that no matter what you've done, you still haven't gone beyond the basics. My every breath against your flesh is spiritual. And all that I have to walk with your temple's altar is sacred. And I don't know how many times in your life you've ever faked it. But I can tell you that the more times in your life you've ever held back, the more likely it is that tonight, everything you've been holding will just collapse. So I suggest you project whatever you're feeling towards me onto somebody else. Someone in your life who is far less likely to make you lose yourself. Just because you mastered martinis doesn't mean that you should try cocaine. I'm bad for you. And like TLC, I suggest you stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Play your position. But most importantly, protect your soul. Because I swear on my that if you fuck with the wrong man, you will lose control. Listen to the struggles of the world I enter. Submerged in life, I grow tired of the redundancies in the center. I hunger for more than I can see with my uncircumcised eyes as I continue to feed on knowledge and necessity to survive. Choking on lies like reparations and no child left behind when in fact one is left every day whose skin is black like mine. It burns as I release my anguish of the stress I feel inside of having to face the imposed ancestral curses and other self-hatred that lash upon my back like the sting of the master's whip in between shoulder and hip. But with truth injected and the lies rejected, I won't be left naked. 
muffled voices spark my interest as I change my direction. I feel a disconnection as I think of my entrance, or should I say, my ejection. Into consciousness I will live to become the sun, lighting the dark by way of the moon until the morning comes. But who will stand up for me when my time has come? Should I end it all now, or should I see what is in the distance? But who, but who, will you, will you, will you stand up for me when my time has come? Why do I concern myself with such decisions when I am only an infant? with the poetess and this is poetry after dark's early edition We've got about 18 minutes left in the show thank you all that tuned in tonight and that's chilling in chat with me having a good old time this is dave hollister girl i got to go Thank you. 
threw up his hand for protection, what I figured. But like you said on the radio, you had to get a nigga. So you commenced to kicking, swinging, and stomping. The more he screamed, the more your heart started pumping. We all know the deal, you try to be discreet. You might as well go on the patrol with the white hoods and sheep. But you have the nerve to say justice was served. Before a black man, there's no such word. A black life doesn't mean jack to the white man. That's a slap in the face to African Americans. You never have a problem with letting it show because you never have a problem with letting the cops go. But when we take it to the streets, you cry the blues when you are the ones igniting the fuse. As the fuse gets shorter, you keep throwing matches when finally there's one where the fire catches. Because if a black cop has shot a white, then he would be locked in prison tonight. I know some people are out there wondering about this question that I've been pondering. If the cop was black and the suspect were white, see, would they get tried by an all-black jury? In the words of homie the clown, you know, and let the black walk free? I don't think so. And you have the nerve to say justice was served. Before a black man, there's no such word.
Hey, what's up, fam? It's your man, One Love. When I'm not thumping on Thursdays, you know I'm bumping with my girl, the poetess, the original poetry after dark. You heard me. Get right. Tuesday and Friday nights, 11 p. E-S-T. Only on blogtalkradio.com slash poetess. You're the greatest. All right, I know what time it is. It's closed out time. Let me let y'all know now that Friday is open mic. And, yes, you will have to RSVP to get up on my mic. And what I mean by that, um, just shoot me an email, poetryafterdark.gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook. Give me your area code, and we can do this. Um, to the next time, guys, peace and blessings. Thank you all for coming out, uh, that came out in chat and all those that listened through Facebook. And we give a shout-out to the lovely Lady D, St. Clinton, Jump Off Action, Tara Laugh, The Next Level, Goddess Alexis, Golden Motif, The GOG Experience, Keys, Verbal Skills, Sun, Janet Dawson, Ja, Katni, W. Depp, and Divine. Thank you all again for showing up, and I appreciate the love. Until the next time, one love. I'm out. Second time around But before you go There's something I'd like to say Everything's not worth a thing There's a stronger force behind the scenes He's in our lives every day He's right there when we call